Dr. Erica Monhe Greer with a blogcast entitled The Historian, Elizabeth Kostova's novel of Dracula's futures. This comes with a spoilers warning. Do I really have to say this? It's a review. Read ahead at your own risk. Several years ago, I read The Historian by Elizabeth Kostova as a commuter novel. Then, this past summer, I picked up a used copy of the same book at a charming bookstore in South Eugene called Tsunami Books. After some speedy binge-reading this summer of late 20th century science fiction, I cracked open Kostova's speculative fiction novel about vampires. I never considered myself a fan of vampire literature. Still, I stumbled entirely by accident onto the historian— In a pop culture seminary class, I was briefly then exposed to the Twilight movies and subsequently indulged in the guilty pleasure of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight books. After that, I joined the masses to the theaters and even waited in line to see the suspenseful romance acted out between Bella and her vampire lover on the big screen. Years later, I was in Scotland for my PhD research, and I picked up a copy of Bram Stoker's Dracula. The book has a creepy and well-told beginning, but becomes so bogged down by the machismo, over-educated mansplainer who is Abraham Van Helsing, who, by the way, shares the author's given name. I admit it was challenging to finish the novel and found myself skimming to the end, wondering why we don't talk more in modern pop culture about the fearless and relentless Minna Harker, who is constantly sidelined as smart, that is for a woman, by Van Helsing and the other male characters. While Van Helsing became the heroic vampire slayer of fiction, having his own comic books and filmed, glorifying his heroism, Minna is often overlooked, and truthfully, I had never noticed her name before in popular culture until reading the novel myself. Then last year, BBC released a three-part miniseries called Dracula. The series was written and created by Mark Gaddis and Stephen Moffat, famous for some of my favorite Doctor Who episodes, and the brilliant BBC Sherlock Holmes series starring Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm not a typical horror fanatic. That is to say, I still have the occasional Jaws nightmare and avoid the genre whenever possible. However, my vampiric lust for British literary cinema won out, and I watched the entire miniseries in one afternoon. I was enthralled and in love with an agnostic nun named Sister Agatha Van Helsing. Dracula is writ phenomenally. He is a giant of a man and a hell of a monstrosity, but the star of the series is Agatha and her descendant counterpart, both portrayed by the brilliant and beautiful Dolly Wells. BBC's Dracula is a magnificent blend of religious commentary, feminism, suspense, and time travel. For this reason, I have now seen the series again with my partner and a third time with my teenage daughter. In a few weeks, I will discuss the first episode with the university students as a part of a course I am teaching on film and religion in a topic section entitled Evil, the Devil, and Horror, where we will look more closely at Dracula as a figure of evil and his repulsion of the church and Christianity as a response to religion. How could I resist then the opportunity to reread the historian when it leapt into my vision at Tsunami Books? 
So I embarked on Costava's lengthy, detailed account of Dracula's historical past, which stretches back to the 15th century. Costava's epistolary novel follows the adventure of an American historian, an academic who gets distracted from finishing his dissertation by an obsession with researching the potential real-world history of Stoker's Dracula, as one does. The story also follows his daughter, who refers to her father's letters to follow his journey through Eastern Europe. Five academics from two generations chase one another, their letters and the lore of the dragon, Draculia, across time and space. They investigate the histories of the Ottoman Empire, the Wallachian Romanian people, and several monastic orders to uncover the truth behind the so-called fictional character. Along the way, they faced enemies in the form of secret orders, spies, and even vampires. As a result, they stuff their pockets with garlic, wear a crucifix when necessary, and tote silver bullets and wooden stakes when they can be carried. The vampire rules as follows. Bitten once? Fine. Bitten twice? Okay. Bitten thrice? You become a full-fledged vampire. The Historian is an academic novel. Dracula is a true visionary academic building the world's most extensive and most complete library in a secret underground monastery. He seeks out academics obsessed with his story and collects him to his purpose in an in-house vampire librarian. There is so much to love in Kostova's novel. It is a story that unveils the historic kernels in a famous fictional account and treats them as fact. Dracula is a natural person, and the reality of vampires is a possibility that haunts the world in subtle ways. Mostly terrifying small villages filled with superstitious and ignorant people who either worship the dragon or its saintly medieval conqueror. Thanks also to Kostova for making her vampire slayer and persistent hero a woman, a solid academic whose daughter then follows most proudly in her footsteps as well. I can hardly avoid the label now and will be happy to consider myself a fan of vampire stories. I am pleased to see the counterbalances to Stoker's proud typically masculine hero in modern portrayals of the vampire. I should also perhaps mention Buffy the Vampire Slayer, whose feminist-friendly premise certainly helped advance women's role as fighters against evil. In my opinion, the more women fighting evil, the better, and who is better suited to fight evil than women whose bodies form, protect, and nurture the next generation of humanity? In conclusion, vampires are natural enemies of the light. Their lore is mixed up with stories about good saints and religious icons. Anyone interested in the shape of Christianity or other faith traditions throughout history would do well to take a bite out of a vampire novel or two. This has been Dr. Erica Monhe-Greer with a blogcast on